What's up, Fishbowl audience? This is Marsh Sotomayor, your podcast host, here today with Emily. Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And we're here stationed in the Collage Coffee. Is that how you say the name? Yes, correct. Collage okay. Coffee and Art House is the full name. Hey, awesome, yeah. awesome. Here on Broad Street, just a hop and a skip away from Grove City Campus. Uh, and we're here going to talk about, you know, their venture they started just recently. Really excited to do it. So let's get this underway. Okay. <laughs> so, Emily, first question. How long have you guys been open for? We have been open since October 4th. So, hmm, do the math. That's three and a half months going on four months here. So it's been a really great start whole new adventure for joe is my husband and my name yeah so big adventure for us that's really cool and you know you and your husband joe starting a business here where you've been for many many years did you guys mm -hmm. both grow up in the um my husband grew up in titusville which is like an hour north of grove city i grew up about 20 minutes away from grove city so more or less pretty much i lived in the country grove city was the town so uh yeah we we've lived here now since we got married four and a half years ago and did you guys both meet at Grove City College where you guys were students at? We technically met in high school, um, which we were both homeschooled. So we did a lot of like similar homeschool and CFCA debate, like all that kind of stuff. So that's where we initially met. And then, yeah, we were together at college and, you know, the rest is history. So <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So Joe definitely got that ring by spring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's really cool. And it's I think it's just fantastic that, you know, you decided to choose here of all places mm -hmm. uh, to start mm -hmm. such a unique uh, venture the collage coffee in in what house an art house an that's art house. yeah collage coffee and art house a big part in addition to the drinks and the coffee that we do is the artists who have their work around the shop so there's nine different local artists um in essence they rent space from us is kind of how it works but but we feel like the art is just as much part of our our house as as the coffee that we have so Absolutely. And that definitely comes out to you, not only in your logo or as well as in your name, but whenever you come in, you just kind of, uh, you look immediately to your left. There's these beautiful professional uh, photography that's uh, somewhat on like a glass surface that really caught my attention the first time I came in here. Very cool. Very uh, chic place to be in town. Awesome. So um, you guys were only here for just over three and a half months, but how long have you guys been thinking about opening uh, venture as such um well we love coffee so we, we've always thought like opening a coffee shop eventually would be really great um about a year and a half ago i think is when we started kind of maybe beginning to wonder if this would be the time to do it um joe my husband has been roasting just coffee at our house for like two and a half years and basically we just started doing it for our friends and our family and that kind of thing and you know, they all really liked it and it was growing. So we were looking into buying a professional or yes, a professional grade roaster. So actually just about a year ago, beginning of February is when we got our uh, professional roaster. And at that point, we were just we we're just going to open the roasting business, work on the coffee roasting side of things. Um, Would that be distributing to other coffee houses? Um, yeah, that's the idea. As of now, we just have a few small bulk orders that we do outside of the current coffee shop. So that's kind of what we were working on developing a year ago was just the roasting business. Then um, come last June is when we got in contact with all of the artists that are around the shop. Uh, they were having a meeting. They were looking to do an art artist cooperative kind of work, and they wanted to do that in town. Um, so we just went to the meeting like, hey, we could sell our beans. You know, this would be like a cool art thing to be part of that um but they were looking for kind of more structure and they they didn't really know what they wanted besides that they wanted art in grove city so 
kind of as we got swept up in the process and in contact with the other artists, um, eventually it just was like, hey, well, I guess let's open our coffee shop and then we'll just give the space to the artists. So we were there and able to kind of help give them like the structure um, that they needed, but then we were able to give them the space that they wanted. So it was last June that it kind of became like officially a thing <laughs> that we were working on. And then, yeah, renovations began on the storefront in August and kind of by a really big miracle and lots and lots of help from lots of people, we opened in October. That's amazing. You rarely hear about, you know, that short amount of time uh, from ideation all the way to, you know, creation to actual, you know, physical spot. I think that's really cool. And how it came together, artists and coffee. Hey, let's open up a shop on Broad Street. That's really cool. So does this artist uh, group have a specific, a specific organization name or... Um, several of the artists are part of an organization that was called uh, Grove City Artworks, which used to have a storefront on Broad Street, but they just weren't able to sustain the storefront on their own. So I think it was probably about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, that they, they no longer had the storefront. And then they were just an organization, but again, kind of looking for a home. So while we're not officially the Grove City Artworks, several of the artists who are here, they, they were like the head organizational, yeah, heads of that organization. So now they have their work here. So I think that's really cool from a business standpoint. You know, the art by itself doesn't do too well unless it has some, you know, super large donations, which in an ecosystem like Grove City isn't, uh, isn't the best, you know, environment for that. However, you pair something, you know, which does bring in uh, revenue like coffee and then bam, I like how that works. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it is a really great cooperative. I mean, on both ends because we do benefit all the artwork that's in the shop is for sale. So we benefit from the retail end of everything and the artists just, yeah, benefit from us bringing people in. So it's very cooperative. That's really cool. Sweet. Um, so nonetheless, you know, you were only thinking about doing it for like a year and a half. And uh, I know you guys are both Grovers here, but is there any other specific reasons why you chose Grove City? Did you take like an industry analysis or anything like that? Yeah, Grove City. Well, it was um, not an industry analysis necessarily. We, we, you know, we're here for the college definitely, but we initially, but we also are here because we just feel that we're called to be here and we're part of the church grove city branch fellowship which actually meets here sunday mornings at the shop um but so we just feel very much like we're called to be in grove city and just be part of the community here so with that calling then our love and appreciation and passion for coffee um this is just kind of like a natural outpouring of that i guess is the way to say it absolutely i think that's really cool you just described to me your big why right behind this and a lot of other, you know, business owners, especially within the third, fourth month of business, they're really stressed out, right? With you guys, I see a really cool calm, you know, kind of a chillness, like a, a confidence. And I think that's really cool how, you know, you, you see this as your calling and that kind of makes sense to me uh, now. And I'm sure, you know, listeners of the Fishbowl podcast, when you, whenever you come on in here, you'll definitely be able to uh, note that as well. Sweet. So um, I'm sure, you know, some of the audience might be thinking as well as myself at this point, you know, we had beans on broad as, as Grove City students and beans were like, oh, no, over the summer came Dunkin' Donuts, beans on broad's like, like, oh, uh oh, that's bad for beans. Right. 
And then we have collage, right? And so we're like, whoa, three coffee shops? Oh, wow, we're going to be we're, – we're spoiled college students over there with caffeine, that's for sure. So um, so Dunkin' and Beans, uh, you kind of explained this to me earlier, but for our audience, kind of explain how you're a little bit different from them um, overall. Yeah, I mean, obviously we sell coffee, so that's a similar uh, product that we have to offer. But we specialize in single-serve um, craft coffee. Um, as I mentioned earlier, my husband Joe roasts all of the beans for every cup of coffee that we serve in the um, in our shop. It's in-house roasted beans. So that's definitely something different from Dunkin' or, uh, you know, the other coffee shops in town. But we, we want the coffee each cup to just be the highest quality and craft single serve. So we do um, lots of pour overs. We do aero presses. Um, we do some Chemex brewing as well. Um, so as far as the coffee goes, yeah, we, we're really focusing on the experience. We want you to have the full experience from just the best crafted cup of coffee that you can have in a day. Um, and then, of course, the other part of our shop is the art, which we have just the local artists and all of the work that's for sale, which is just something that other shops don't have in the same way that we do. So while, yes, our products overlap somewhat, we really believe that we're offering a different experience than other places in town. So Absolutely. And it is a different experience for sure. The products, by the way, I'm drinking a delicious mug of uh, kombucha. And it's kombucha that Emily and Joe actually make. And it's just fantastic. I've actually never had kombucha. I've heard a ton about it. It's an emerging big beverage product, um, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But I think that's really cool. Very kind of specialty, kind of um, just newish to the world products uh, along with the art. Now, does the art, will that stem in the future too? Or does it currently stem into like singing, any any like live music by chance? Um, we do. We've had a few bands here on weekends. We do actually open mics every other Thursdays, which um, tonight or January 25th, we're having an open mic. Um, but so every every other Thursday, we try to do it the second and fourth Thursdays of every month. And that's just obviously open mic. Anybody can come sing, play, yodel, whatever they want to do. Or, play you the know, harmonica. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or just come listen. Obviously, you know, having an audience is really great. So so as far as music goes, that's pretty much what we're doing right now. I dig it. That's cool. It really adds another dimension to collage, which I think is just sweet. Now, uh, now getting into the products, as I mentioned, the kombucha. What is kombucha? Kombucha, in essence, is fermented oolong tea. Um, it's fermented between 10 days, two weeks, kind of depending how warm it is outside. It's fermented with what's called a scopey. So it kind of sounds like a strange process, but it really makes this really nice, tangy, sweet, fizzy tea um at the end of the process and it's actually really super good for you like your digestive tract all that stuff but it's super tasty again like the sweet tang is kind of the way i like to describe it with the nice bubbles and then we have it chilled and on tap so it's available whenever you come absolutely and i've never had anything like this i i i guess like the closest thing i've had and it's not even that close but it's like a welch's carbonated kind of grape juice so to speak but this, as you said, has that tang, which you really don't find in many uh, uh, other beverages. I've never had in another beverage. Um, that's cool. So you guys are probably the only kombucha, you know, people in Grove City. I, yeah, I think so. At least of 
people who brew it, like we brew our own. So I don't know that anybody else does that in the area. That's awesome. I can really see that being big uh, with the Grove City students once they know some more about it. That's awesome. And uh, you guys also have Nitro Cold Brew? Mm-hmm, correct. Yes, it's cold brew coffee um, that we have on tap, basically. So it's infused with nitrogen, which makes it... It's a texture changer, mostly. It makes it like a really silky, smooth coffee. When when we pull it from the tap, it gets a really great head on it, kind of like a stout, like a Guinness, that kind of idea. Um, so it's carbonation, like, is super bubbly. So this is nitrogenation with the nitrogen. So it's just not as big bubbles as carbonation, so it's very just silky and not quite as bubbly as carbonation would be. But it makes her really, really smooth cold beer coffee. It's really great. That's for sure. And you can actually get samples of both the kombucha and the nitro cold brew on tap whenever you come in here, uh, which is really cool. And um, when I had the nitro, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like less viscous than water even. It's kind of like got a gasoline sort of consistency. Not that I've ever tasted gasoline, but uh, but. Very interesting. That's definitely something going to have to stop in and uh, try it. And what's your address here so individuals can find their way? 221 South Broad Street in Grove City. Sweet. Uh, now, other terms of specialty drinks, what are some other, you know, big ones that people like that you guys might, uh, you know, really like as well? Yeah. Um, I think our most popular drink, hands down, would just be our pour over, which is... It's just a method of brewing black coffee, but we do it single serve for everybody who comes in and orders one. It makes a really bright and clean cup, and it's my personal favorite as far as just brewing straight coffee, um, largely because I feel like each of the different kinds of beans you use, like you can really taste all the notes in each bean. So if I brew a Guatemalan pour-over, I'm really tasting the chocolatey, like full body, the richness of the Guatemalan, or if I brew an Ethiopian pour-over, I can really get the fruity notes, the really bright acidity. So... That's why I like the horror because it just lets each bean shine. Um, so that's definitely one of just kind of like our basic, most popular drink. The current special we have right now, which has been really popular, is called the Hot Naughty Toddy, which <laughs> it's a cafe brevet. So it's made with steamed half and half an espresso. And then we add a little rum extract and a little bit of vanilla. So it's mildly sweet, really rich and buttery and a really nice treat if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> I'm going to have to try that. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't your cafeteria coffee. This is your good stuff. Um, Really, really cool. Now, what's your favorite? My favorite drink, hands down. Hmm. Well, I mean, probably, honestly, just our pour over because I just really like coffee. If I am looking for a treat, I just like a regular latte with just steamed milk and espresso because that's nice and creamy and you just get that coffee taste in there which i really love so i'm i'm not one for doing the all like all the fancy all out drinks um i like the basic stuff but our most popular latte by far is probably the campfire which is like a s'more kind of idea toasted marshmallow chocolate all that stuff lots of people really like that one i had that yesterday loved it myself gave me a lot of really good energy to get through the rest of my classes and i'm sure it will for you fishbowl listener so emily Tell me about what you did before you and your husband, Joe, started this business. Uh, Were you guys in other jobs, other entrepreneurial things? Before coming here um, or, you know, starting our own shop, I, for the last three years, I worked at a bed and breakfast. Um, In the last two and a half years, I was just part-time there because 
we also have, my husband and I have a two and a half year old and then also a four month old baby. So I'm in the midst of mothering and all that stuff. And then, yeah, working part time at a bed and breakfast just across town in Grove City called the Terranova House. Um, Joe worked at George Jr. Um, for a time. And then he also worked, he served tables at Perkins kind of as we were getting into all the coffee roasting and he was putting his time into developing his skill as a roaster. So, so we've kind of had yeah various jobs around town and then this is really what we've been pursuing you know with our energy and our time since then so very cool very cool um i'm sure both of your careers beforehand definitely gave you the skills needed in order to be hospitable towards you know consumer coming in here uh, as well as on business ends as well very very cool now how has owning a business really changed your life uh whether that be day-to-day sleep-wise tell me about it yes definitely sleep-wise um we are simultaneously probably more energized and more tired than we've ever been if that makes sense um we we love having the shop we love just being here day by day it's really energizing it's really gratifying um so at the same time though it is a lot of work i mean there's just so much to be done in shop hours but then outside of shop hours just all the nitty-gritty things you don't really think about before you get into it is this like all the grocery ones that are required um, for the shop, just those kind of things that take time. So, so yeah, it has changed our life in that it's very much our hourly, daily focus um, most days. So that's a big change. We're very tired. But, yeah, as I said, it's just, it is energizing because it's very gratifying when it's kind of, we feel like it's kind of our third child or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of our energy and our time. But Absolutely. And I'm sure it's also very energizing just because of the amount of caffeine you're around. <laughs> yes, that's also true. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So um, I think that's really, really sweet. Um, and I'd say that's accurate with just about any business owner. Um, do you see that slowing down anytime in the future when you possibly employ more people or do you always want to remain hands-on um well we definitely want to be hands-on with the shop you know for the coming several years at least um probably as the the business develops and all of that stuff we will give more hours to we currently employ one barista um so we'll give more hours and kind of build the employee side but but we'll probably always remain at least partially hands-on definitely absolutely that's sweet so from a business standpoint you know uh, I heard one time Krispy Kreme donuts, they need to sell like a hundred or something, you know, donuts a day at least just to keep the lights on. Right. So does that kind of stem here? Do you kind of have like that trend in those metrics as far as to know, you know, how many cups of coffee it takes to, you know, as, as they say, keep the lights on. Yeah. To keep the lights on and the coffee brewing and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have all those numbers worked out. Um, Kind of a really great part of our setup here is just with the artists um, being cooperative and kind of how they rent space from us. It makes our overhead a lot lower than it would be without them or with like a different setup. So that's really great um, as far as just the baseline that we need to meet before we can start making money. Um, yeah, we our goal is to do 50 drinks a day. So that's if we're if we can average that over a week or over a month, that that puts us in a pretty good spot for keeping the lights on and the water hot and all that stuff so that's cool i think that's sweet how the cooperative really um has their back so to speak uh, a lot of people invested not only their money but uh their uh, time and efforts into this which i think really makes for a really cool environment not only to be in but to uh consume at as well so you guys have some pretty sweet products do you have any plans to expand your product line 
Um, yes, we're hoping to expand into kind of like a light lunch or kind of light supper um, menu in the future. We don't have any definite date for that. There's just kind of different certifications and different um, things to be worked out as far as that goes. But yeah, like the soup sandwich, um, that kind of that kind of deal for people who just want to come in and get a light lunch with their coffee or with their drinks. So that's a really cool idea. Maybe biscottis or something. Yeah. Yeah. We have some, we have like bagels and scones right now as far as baked goods go, but yeah, probably increasing our, our baked good options as well. Very cool. Nice treats for coffee. So, <laughs> and I hear, uh, biscottis are pretty easy to make. I hear, okay. um, you know, my mom actually makes them every now and then, uh, but I think those are a little bit burnt myself. Maybe maybe you guys would hit it right on the head. <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Sweet. So uh, how's your relationships with like different suppliers? I know you guys roast your own coffee, but what happens before the, the coffee uh, bean turns brown, right? Yeah. Um, for most of the last two years, we've gotten our green beans from a coffee wholesaler in Cranberry Township, which is about 45 minutes south of Grove City. Um, just recently, there's another, it's called Genuine Origin, is another green bean supplier we've started purchasing from just online, and they ship it to us from New York. Um, so it's really great working with, um, especially the Kivahan, which we've had a relationship with them for, uh, yeah, going on two or three years now at this point. Kivahan? Kivahan, yeah. Yeah, and that's City. how to... Okay, sweet. Or, uh, sorry, Cranberry Township is what I was... That's awesome. what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, so that's where they, they're based out of, but they they are a wholesaler, but yeah, they just sell green beans at like a really, really great price, and so we have a great relationship with them. We also get lots of our other supplies from them as well. But. Cool. Do you know what Kivahan means? I don't, do you? <laughs> I don't. However, it's something African. Yeah, that's what I think. It's something. I know that they're based out of Cranberry Township in Pennsylvania, but they do a lot of business, I know, in the Middle East and I think Northern Africa. So I don't know what it means. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I Googled it at one point. Um, I'm actually Googling it right now to figure out what it is. Uh, but my phone's slow, so we'll get that answer in a minute or two. So how is it like to be in business with your husband it's great i it's really great for us both to be highly invested in the same thing um you know obviously whatever if your job if you enjoy it it's gratifying no matter who you're doing it with but it is especially gratifying for us to be doing this together and we yeah coffee's been the foundation of our relationship sort of i mean <laughs> our first date was like a coffee shop so we just it's coffee's been part of our life since the beginning and it's yeah it's really great to do it together that's really cool. I love the story. I love the story. And I didn't even know that. But um, what coffee shop was it? What coffee shop? It Well, it doesn't actually exist anymore. <laughs> it was up in Titusville, which is where he's from. And I honestly can't remember the name of it. But it's not around anymore. So that's all I know. That's okay. That's I think there's okay. a new one in Titusville. It's probably much cooler. But anyway. <laughs> Awesome. So, um, very cool. You know, I have, I'm in a class right now called family business management and a, a lot of problems can arise whenever you have, uh, you know, at home relationship, but also a business relationship with, you know, anyone. And I could only imagine, you know, being, uh, in business with, you know, with your spouse. I mean, I'm not in a relationship or anything, but if I were, I figured that would be, uh, that would have a lot of ups, but a lot of possible downs as well. Yeah, it can be challenging because that's what when it's 10 o'clock at night and we need to stop talking about the business sometime. You know, like, <laughs> we're like, okay, let's just change subject, just change subject because there's just 
always something to talk about regarding, you know, the shop. Um, we do work our hardest. We Right now the shop is open Tuesday through Saturday. So Monday we try to take our day off. We don't do any shop-related stuff. We... He, he gets all his roasting done Sunday if he can. So just that kind of thing. Like, Monday's really our focused off day. And that has been really helpful for us to just kind of practice that week by week because it's very renewing. And and I think we can still yeah, know each other outside of just, like, just being shop owners. So Absolutely. Pretty sweet. Just got the answer for Kivahan. It means he's nice in Finnish. Um, interesting. That's interesting. I didn't, know. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, coffee's nice, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Especially the coffee here. Um, sweet. So do you guys plan to reach out with the college or host any events? You know, I know you guys have open mic nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have open mics. Um, We do have lots of, like, downtown, uh, Old Town Grove City events that are have either happened here. I know, like, the Winter Wine Rock is coming up. Um, February 3rd, we're hosting a reception for its... Uh, an old town event. I forget exactly what the full name is, but basically they're showing the newsies at the Guthrie and there's just going to be like a reception after that. There's a, uh, AJ Wilson is his name. He's a Broadway dancer now, but he's from Grove city and he'll be here for that. So we're hosting that reception February 3rd. Um, the wine walk will be in March. So there's lots of old town Grove city events that we're hosting. Um, I'm not aware of any currently with like the college, a college events that'll be here, but we're definitely open to, you know, doing stuff for the college and, we love college students, so <laughs> absolutely. Um, Newsies is the bomb, right? I love the Newsies, so I'll definitely be there at uh, the Guthrie at that point. So you know, students are the bomb, especially for a coffee business. Um, so, what percent of your business is college students? Yeah, we think as best as we estimate, around 30, 30 percent, thirty five, something, something in that range. So definitely a significant portion. We definitely feel when you guys are on break over Christmas, it was. <laughs> Just very noticeable that you guys are all at home. So we're glad to have you back now. Yeah, they definitely missed us. Um, so very cool. And I know a lot of buzz, as I was saying earlier, on campus about collage. Uh, and definitely, if you haven't tried this out, as I said, definitely come on over, feel the vibes, take a look at the art, maybe get a piece for your dorm. You know, that'll probably definitely help you out during inter-visitation hours. You're going to be like, yo, check this out. I got this sweet local piece in my room. Might just seal the deal. <laughs> sweet. So um, last thing I typically ask people on the podcast, what's your favorite quote? It could be anything. Uh, you know, I know it might be tough to think about a quote. Just mm. last minute something, you know, anyone might have said in your life. But whatever you do, like, do it with all of your might or, like, do it as unto the Lord. Like, I just really, I don't know, I really like to do things day by day and really feel like I'm all in. Because if I'm not all in, I really don't want to be doing it. You know, like, why am I doing it if I'm not passionate about it? So do it with all your might, whatever your hand finds to do. So as much as that's a quote or an idea, and it's an idea from the Bible, I think. But but that's definitely what I live day by day or try to want to be living. So It is a Bible quote. And I also think that's a quote to really well sum up collage coffee and art house. It's really born out of love, isn't it? Definitely, uh, yeah. Not just a love for coffee, but a love, you know, for Christ as well as, you know, you and your husband, each other, and your children, I'm sure. Um, surely your children uh, may be growing up in this environment 
which would be super cool. If I was a kid, I would definitely want that. Um, so yes. definitely fortunate. And we're fortunate to have you on the Fishbowl. Thank you so much, Emily. Really appreciate your time here. And Fishbowl audience, if you have any questions for Emily or her husband, Joe, her husband, Joe, was a barista uh, while we were doing this podcast. But nonetheless, you can just come on in and ask them super friendly people. Uh, of course, you got to be friendly in order to let a random dude that just walks into the coffee shop interview you for the podcast. Uh, just stop in and ask them, uh, what are your store hours? We are open Tuesday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Long hours. Yeah, wow. Uh, sweet. So once again, Emily, thank you so much. And uh, thank you, Fishable audience, for listening today. <laughs>